This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3471 for Monday the 22nd of November 2021. Today's show is entitled, The Sony Walkman WMF41. It is the 90th show of John Culp, and is about 9 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, a quick talk about one of my favorite legacy audio devices, a genuine Sony FM slash AM cassette Walkman. This is John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana. And right now I'm playing music to you from the device I'm going to be talking about. The music is by J.S. Bach. The device is a Sony Walkman FM-AM cassette player. I'm going to press the stop button now. Listen to this wonderful analog stop. Hang on. Oh, how great is that? So, let me turn off the CD to tape mix. I hope the sound is... I tried recording this a minute ago, and it didn't work out too good going through the soundboard into my Zoom recorder. So now I'm trying to record it straight to Audacity. We'll we'll see if that works any better. The levels look kind of low to me, but hopefully it will be okay. So... The device that I wanted to talk about is this wonderful Sony Walkman. Now you might say, why would you talk about a Sony Walkman? Because that's old technology, nobody needs that anymore. Cassettes are lame. But, you know, I'm I'm an old geezer and a geek for legacy audio. And so I have all kinds of old stuff around the house that most people would consider junk and probably take it to a rummage sale. But I treasure it. And this is one of the devices. I happened to get this one at a yard sale for a dollar. It was a few years ago. And it had, I I seem to recall that it even included some just random cassette that was left in it from whenever they abandoned it. I think it was an exercise tape, like Jane Fonda workout or something like that. (laughs) So I think whoever owned this before used to use it to listen to tapes while they're working out, right? Uh, and that was one of the cool things about the Sony Walkman was that you could take it with you and you wouldn't bother anybody else because the sound was all in your headphones. That was a fairly disruptive technology at the time. I brought this into my music history class the other day to show my students. And I don't think some of them had ever seen a cassette player before. And they were pretty impressed that it still worked for one thing because it's what, 35, 40 years old but also that it sounded really good. Now, right now, the the sound I was playing for you a moment ago sounded a little bit wobbly. I'm using rechargeable batteries in here, and I think they don't have quite the oomph that the alkaline batteries have, and so that might be one reason why it sounded a little bit shaky. But when it's powered properly, um, it sounds really, really good still after all this time. If I recall right, the Walkman was invented to try to solve the problem that certain people had on the subway in Japan, which is that there was no room to move. And so, like, if you wanted to read a book, you couldn't even have enough room to pick up your arm and hold a book in front of your face. And so they invented this thing, which was a portable stereo 
that would allow you to stand upright without having to lift your arms or anything and just listen to music. And that would make your commute less boring. And the killer feature of it was the fact that it sounded really, really good. Because before these things, if you listened to a cassette player with this kind of form factor, you know, the, the small thing that can fit in your, in your handbag or something like that, or your briefcase, the sound was terrible. There might be an earphone jack, but if you've ever listened on one of those old earphones, man, it is one of the worst sounds you could ever hear. And so to create a device this size that had the sound quality that it had was really a game changer. And so, although the initial price was very high, they came out with models later that uh, were cheaper. This is one of the cheaper ones here. This is not a really nice one, but I still uh, value it just because of, of the, I don't know, the, the novelty factor nowadays. Um, what else can I say about it? Oh, well, when I bought it at the yard sale, it didn't work. And I don't know if, if you know anything about me from having listened to previous podcasts of mine, you know that the fact that something didn't work is actually a feature for me, not a bug, because I like to take things apart and try to fix them. And so I was really happy that this didn't work because that gave me the opportunity to fix it. And so I opened it up and what I found in there was that the belts, there were two drive belts in there and they were both messed up. Like they, uh, when I tried to pull them out, they like broke in half and, and then I could see that they were kind of turned to goo. And so I had some cleaning to do with cotton swabs and alcohol to get all the goo out of there. And then I ordered some replacement belts on eBay. And once the belts came in, I installed the belts and powered it up and found that it worked just fine. Now, the last thing to do, though, was to calibrate it for speed because there's a little bitty, um, what do you call it, a, a potentiometer in there to adjust the speed. And so I used my 3,000 hertz megahertz i don't know my 3000 (laughs) cassette tape that i used to calibrate cassette decks and i played that and then i generated a sound on my phone at the same frequency and then just kept uh, adjusting the potentiometer until the sounds matched until the little until it's until it got steady and then i stopped adjusting and the speed was considered set at that point and since then uh, you know i haven't used it a lot but i do like to get it out every once in a while and play a tape and and, um you know it's not as convenient nowadays as using a phone because it's kind of bulky it doesn't fit in your pocket but i still like watching the the reels of the tape spin around and i like being able to push actual physical buttons to make things happen like I can push the fast forward button here and off it goes. I don't know if you can hear that. I'm going to put it up next to the mic. That's the sound of the reels going and going. And then I can press the stop button and it stops and I can press play. And oh, I think I've, uh, <laughs> I forgot that I had turned off the, um, I'm using this little mixer right now. It's a Behringer Zenix 502 mixer. It's a tiny little thing. It's got one microphone input, a couple of other quarter inch inputs, but it's also got 
a CD slash tape input where you can use RCA cables to put some other sound source and mix it in. And so that's what I was doing at the very beginning. I'm going to turn it back on now and then press play and we should hear the tape. I think there's a problem with this cable though. I was having trouble getting a good steady sound. Hello. There we go. cable troubles. This is not the fault of the tape machine. It's my cable, I think. Anyway, I don't know if there's a whole lot more to say about this, but uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing about this legacy audio technology, the Sony Walkman FMAM. What is the model number? This is WM-F41. And I think I'm just going to let the music play, and I will see you guys some other time, okay? Bye! Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike. Dot O license.